What's up? Welcome back to MBS Fitness Radio. I'm here with Zenon Patan. Zenon has been a member at MBS Fitness since when? It's been about four months and three weeks, exactly. All right, cool. <laughs> so kind of fresh, uh, new to it. Man, give me kind of your, your, your story, your training history, what got you interested. Just kind of tell me your story. Right. So um, before I joined MBS, like I had zero training history. Um, I had a couple bad lab reports at my doctor and um, I knew I had to make a change. So other than eating better, I was like, you know, I got to start exercising. So how old are you? I'm 32. Okay. 32. Gotcha. Yeah. So that's kind of what led me to the door. There's a little, chance, yeah. a little bit of a shock at 32 to be like, hey, this doesn't look good. Right. Exactly. And that was the thing that really um, had me down because I was like, I'm not I'm not that old. And uh, I wasn't feeling uh, my optimal self. So I knew I had to make a change. And um, my sister, actually, who's not even a member, she had just sent me a link to MBS. And I How was did like, she know about it? She was just Googling different gyms. Right. And uh, <laughs> she was like, just just go here. And I okay. literally just went online. And I signed up for the uh, No Sweat intro. Very and cool. uh I showed up to the Collierville gym, and the rest was history. Did you, I mean, did, did you play sports or exercise at all growing up? Um, growing up, I used to play basketball, actually. Okay. Um, I played competitively. I played uh, AAU, but this is like, you know, when I was you, a teenager. Where are, you, where are you from originally? Uh, my parents are from Pakistan, okay. but I was born here in Memphis. Okay, so you, you've been yeah, in I've, Memphis yeah, your whole I've, life. I'm born and raised here okay, pretty cool. much, yeah. Very so, cool. um, yeah, other than that, I mean, that's probably the only um, – uh, type of uh, sport history I have. Now, you played that through high school? I basically quit my freshman year. Okay. But I played it through, you know, uh, most of my teenage years and uh, middle school. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. So, but, um, so you were doing any sports, no exercise, like high school, college? I mean, I, I would I would play, like, you know, just pick up ball with okay. my friends and stuff like that, but nothing nothing competitively and no weight training or anything like that. So, okay. yeah, this is total, totally new for me. Okay, very cool. Um. Do you mind sharing kind of what the lab reports were? Like, what would they say? Well, um, like, my glucose levels were really high. Okay. Like, I was borderline diabetic um, at, that, at that time. Were, were you pre-diabetic? Pre, yeah, I was like pre-diabetic. And uh, just, like, my lipid profile yeah. was uh, not very good, uh, okay. very high. So, those are, like, the, the two primary things that okay. uh, stood out at me. Gotcha. Um, okay, so, like, how did you – what were your goals? Because – one thing that I find is like somewhat interesting is like if you don't have a background in exercise or training or any of that, it, sometimes it's hard to, to come up with like concrete goals. You're like, I, I want to be healthy and fit. And you're like, well, right. what's that look like? Exactly. Like, I don't know. <laughs> All right. Um, How'd I, you set your goals? I guess for me, um, initially it was more about just cutting the body fat, okay. which, is, which still is. I'm yeah. working on that. Yeah. But um, as, as we got more into it and, and I got better at the program, I feel like more shifting towards building more muscle now. Yeah, yeah. So uh, those are pro- my primary two goals, I think, and uh, cool. heading towards like building more muscle now. Yeah, it's just a kind of a complete body composition change, right? Between right. Uh, put on some more muscle, lose some body fat. Yeah. Overall, I mean, that, and and that's super impactful to your health and fitness, but also, I mean, like even like the the objective me- metrics of like glucose, right? Like the more muscle you have, the more glucose or the more insulin receptors you have, the right. more place you have to put glucose. Exactly. The better you can handle glucose, right? Right. Um, cool. What uh 
I, I, so what I want to talk about is like, what was the first week like for um, you? Okay, I'm not. I'm gonna be totally honest. It was total hell. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so I work with Chris Hoppy over there yeah. on, at, on, at the Colliver location, yeah. and he's he's just been like amazing. I mean, I really give him a lot of credit. Um, he's been super patient with me. And, you know, like the first day, um, I had my first session, and I was super nervous. So. And like I literally almost fainted after doing ten squats, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did, later, did you go through the. <laughs> did, were you going through the level method assessment? Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. I yeah. went through all that. Yeah. Um, so I just remember that first day, like, <laughs> I, I couldn't do front squats. Like they were, they were, they were brutal for me, and I, yeah. my just my stamina was just so low. It's crazy now. I just I just whip them out fast, and I progressed so much. But uh, yeah, it's just I always remember that because I was like, just call call the ambulance. I, I'm I'm done. <laughs> I don't know if this is for me, but. Yeah, that's, that's pretty much how it all started. So it's crazy. It's a running joke how difficult day one, like amongst the staff, yeah. is like there's a running joke that's like, do not make them puke on day one. <laughs> I was so close. And, I was so close. And it's not like it's crazy. I mean, it's literally it's 20 squats in 60 seconds, yeah. I think, is like the – that's the one that seems to get everybody, <laughs> yeah. you know. Uh, maybe that's – is that the front squat one? Maybe that's the squat endurance one. Whatever right. one it is, it's like 20 squats in 60 and, seconds. And, I mean, when you told me, like, just to get started, like, I, I wasn't – I was like – I can do that. That's yeah. not, that ain't a problem. And then I started doing it. Oh, my God. It <laughs> just hit me. You don't have that. Um, you don't have that. Uh, that reference. To right. Like, you're like, it doesn't sound hard. I think I can yeah, probably do it. And then, that. like, oh, that's harder than it looks. Right. And I just think like so many. So many people who are un, untrained. A lot of times I just don't quite realize like how truly out of shape they really are. Exactly. And, you know, unfortunately, it's like you're going to come to that realization at yeah. some point. It'd be better to do it in your first, you yeah. know, kickstart session, your first day in the gym, than it, like, happen out in real life and be mm-hmm. like, uh-oh, like, either this is a life or death situation or yeah. this is a, um, like, I, I remember going, um, where do we go, Fall Creek Falls up in Tennessee. My wife and I went on, a, on a, like, a, a vacation one time. And it's, like, a really awesome waterfall. But you have to walk probably a mile downward of like pretty vertical steps, and uh, you know it's not it's not crazy, but it's not easy. And like the entire way down was just like corpses of people who had like (laughs) are along this journey to go down and see this waterfall, just like strewn out like. Like, you know, people fanning each other or, yeah. like, pouring water on themselves. Wow. And you're, like, like they were just completely ill-prepared Ill, Ill and, like, right. were not aware. They are like, yeah, I can walk down there. And didn't realize, like, you can't. Yeah. Like, not without stopping and cooling yourself off every 15 minutes. So, um, all right. So, like, when did you – like, that, that first transition is, is tough, you know, because right. – um, one, you don't have uh, – it's a new change to your schedule. Yeah. You know, it's like yeah. I have to now take time I was putting elsewhere towards this. It's, um, it's a change in how you feel. I mean, you could go from being like generally I am feel okay every day to like I'm freaking sore every day. <laughs> yeah. How was that transition? And like when did it kind of like click where you're like, yeah, I want to do a little bit more? Yeah, that's, that's, that's a good question. Um, I feel like that first month – was pretty hard as far as adjusting, and I had a lot of soreness in the, in the beginning. But I don't know, as my body started to catch up with the sessions and I uh, just got, got stronger and had my stamina went up, I felt like I was able to uh, make that transition pretty quickly. So I went from, like, training two days to three, 
and now I'm up to four. Nice. So I kind of, but I mean, I, I I was patient with it. Like yeah. I didn't just bust out and from the from the beginning go straight to four. So it was a gradual. What do you process. think would have happened if you did done four? The first I think it would have been hard to recover. Maybe. Yeah. I think would the recovery would have been hard. Um. So I I definitely think the the start of you know only going two days yeah. and having that ample time to recover was was very key for me. What you what do you remember what two days you were doing? I think in the beginning I was doing Monday and Wednesday. No, Monday and Thursday maybe. Okay, it's hard it's to like, remember. It's hard to remember now. So, okay, so that's like the perfect like, you know, you probably yeah. I'm a little sore on Tuesday. I'm really sore on Wednesday, and by Thursday I feel good again. I go back in and yeah. like, and like you're on that cycle where your body your body can be sore, come down, and feel fresh to go train. Right. Versus like if you had to train again on Tuesday, you may be like, I can't walk today. Exactly. So I'm I'm very happy the. Like okay. the course of action, it worked out. What okay? Where did you make the the exchange in time? Like, what were you using that time for p- prior to, to training? Sleeping. Okay, because <laughs> it was five thirty. Okay, yeah. So yeah. like when I did my my uh, no sweat intro, like I had it with Keiki. So I I guess at that time she really wanted me to work with Chris, and yep. she was raving about Chris, and yep. I was like, who's this Chris guy? You know. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm I'm very happy she did set me up with Chris, but uh, at that time the slot that was available I think was five thirty okay. at, at Collierville. So I was like, oh man, it's super early. I don't yeah. know if I can do this, but hey, it'll make me more disciplined. Yeah. So I was like, hey, if it's if it's gonna be hard like this, it's a good thing. Yeah, yeah, let's yeah. let's do it. So I so, oh, so like, um, what what was your previous like morning schedule? What time were oh, you waking up? Well, I work for myself. Okay. Um, so I'm an entrepreneur. Yeah. I, I do like real estate investing and stuff like that. So. You know, I would wake up a little bit early, later in the day. Yeah, yeah. I'd have to wake up that early. Yeah. Um, so probably like eight, nine. Okay. You know, yeah. So, yeah. So you had like a pretty big shift to going from like. Yeah. Like, like a like mid-morning kind of eight, nine o'clock routine. Right. Be at the gym at 530. <laughs> exactly. How do you feel now that you, like, how has it changed your day now that you start your day with exercise? Man, I feel like the rest of my day is just so much better now as far as, like, uh, my discipline. Yeah. Like, because I got, I got that amazing workout in first, I'm so much more um, looking forward to whatever, what, what other other tasks I have on, on my schedule for that day. So, it's just made me more passionate about everything else, and um, I really feel like I get, like, a head start on my day yeah. now. So, those hours I'm asleep, I'm awake now, so I'm right. more productive. Do you, now, do you go to sleep earlier? I I've been doing that more lately, yeah. probably the last two months. In the yeah. first month or two, it was a hard adjustment because yeah. I wasn't used to it. It's been years of staying up late, yeah. you know. So um, the last two months, I've been you know sleeping earlier because I mean to keep up with that routine, you know, recovery is key and resting is key. Yeah. So if I wanted to see the, like actual progress, um, I was like, you know, I gotta start going to sleep earlier. Yeah. Can't <laughs> stay up all night on on Facebook, or whatever. So yeah, and I it also it also gets you like kind of in the mode of like you're like. If I don't get sleep, I'm going to feel bad and perform bad tomorrow. And exactly. you're like, same thing with nutrition. You're like, man, if I eat this crap, like, right. I'm not going to hit my goals. Or if I drink this, like, I'm going to feel like crap tomorrow. Right. There's a guilt factor. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah and you, get, you, well, you can see, like, objectively how it's negatively impacting you, you know? Right. Like, as you start to, like, get into the training, like, you have these goals. You're like, well, I want yeah. to another pull up or I right. want to squat 20 more pounds or whatever it is, you know, and you start like seeing how all the other things, all the other decisions you make, like impact that. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I really love starting the day with some type of movement, some type of discipline, <clears throat> you know? Um, Cause I feel like it, 
uh, it doesn't, there's no gr- like transitionary groggy period. Yeah. You know, like it's like as soon as you're done with your work- at workout, like, okay, now I'm productive. Yeah. And so. Super psychological too, right? Yeah. The hardest thing that I'm like, the hardest thing I've faced every morning. So I, w- my morning routine is literally like <clears throat> I wake up and I go get in the cold tub. Oh, wow. Like that's first thing before like get my my kids' lunches ready or doing anything. The wow. first thing I do is get in the cold tub. <clears throat> and I do it for two reasons. One, it's like a giant uh epinephrine dump. Yeah. I mean, it's like instant energy. Shocks you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's, there's, there's no transition of like I'm feeling groggy. It's like instant epinephrine, I'm awake, ready to roll. It's also like a, I mean, I su- some days I'll sit there and stare at that cold tub like, I really don't want to get in this thing cold <laughs> tub. Like, it's the roughest way to possibly start your morning. Right. But it's also the hardest, th- like, thing I have to do all day. Right. Like, physically, like, men- or the most mentally challenging thing I have to do is, like, expose my, like, recently woken up warm body to 40-degree temperature. Right. But if I do that, they're like, there's not really anything else that's going to occur that day right. that's going to be as like mentally challenging as that. So it's like kind of puts things in perspective. Definitely, um, very cool. So, what has been has you kind of been exposed to this? Like, where where did you fall on the on the level method? Like, what were your strengths? What were your weaknesses? Um, I think my strengths was definitely. Funny thing is the squats, which I felt like were. So hard for me in the beginning. I felt like anything with the lower body, I was uh, definitely excelling. Yeah. And I still am. Um, and then I say weaknesses, just trying to get stronger still, I just would say. Overall strength. Overall strength. I'm still like, working on and that. And the barbell, like the body weight stuff? Um, probably a little bit of both. Okay. But I think this past month, I made a lot of progress on that. Okay. But uh, definitely, I think my endurance got, like that was the first thing that definitely got boosted. Yeah. Was my endurance. Um. Like what, um, so now that you've been exposed to it, like then what kind of stuff do you enjoy doing yeah. versus what, what's the stuff you're like, oh man, that's not my favorite. <laughs> now, um, I really enjoy doing deadlifts. Okay. Um, any of this, oh, I'll, I'll, I enjoy back squats now. Okay. Uh, we just started doing them recently though, but uh, those two I really enjoy doing and what I hate, I don't like wall balls. Okay. <laughs> I don't like burpees. Yeah. <laughs> uh, those two I don't, I don't really like that much. Yeah. <laughs> That's, that's everyone. Why, yeah. why do you think you like kind of the barbell stuff? Um, that's a good question. Um, I guess it's just the ability to see, like, the strength, you know, like, yeah. you'll be able to lift something, you know. It feels feels pretty good. It's very um, objective. Right. And, like, straightforward well, and yeah, objective. Like yeah. You either lifted the weight or you didn't lift right. the weight. And you can see, like, that objective, you know, progress. Right. Um, why don't you think you like the burpees or the wall balls? It's just tiring. Like, yeah. I just feel like it just you get winded so fast, and um, it's 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 brutal. It's fa- yeah, it's <laughs> the fatigue. Yeah, very very fatiguing. Yeah. Um, what's kind of like been some lessons you've learned since starting? I and mean, be physical, mental, you know, social, all that kind of stuff. I think that your mind is stronger than you think. And so is your body in a sense. I mean, we're pretty resilient. So I remember a lot of these sessions where midway through them, you know, I'm like really doubting myself. I'm like, I don't think I can do, I can't even do one more pull up. or I can't even do one more squat or yeah. whatever, but it's crazy. I, I was able to do one more and yeah. one more turned into 10 more and yeah. I finished it. Right. So I just, 
the resiliency, I think, um, that, you know, if you put your mind to something, you can, you can do it. So does your, does your self talk has like it changed over the last four months? Definitely. I feel like that's been like the biggest thing that's really helped me a lot is that positive self talk and, you know, being put in uncomfortable situations and being able to get out of it and, Hey, I'm alive. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, the yeah, session, yeah. You know, I didn't die. Yeah. <laughs> so I feel like as human beings, we have a natural low tolerance for pain. Yeah. And uh, just being uncomfortable, we just don't like it. So yeah. I feel like my pain tolerance has increased um, yeah, yeah. in a good way. Um, so, yeah, I feel like those things definitely stick out. How's that, like, uh, impacted other areas of your life? Yeah, like I was saying earlier, I, I'm just um, much more passionate and much more, like, um, just motivated. I, f- I feel more motivated than I was before I joined MBS. Yeah. Um, I don't think things as – I don't think things – for granted as more mm-hmm. as much as I used to. Um, so I feel like it's kind of spilled over to everything else in my life as far as my work, uh, with my son, my family. Um, I'm definitely more like in the moment, yeah, yeah, appreciating yeah. things more. That's cool. Yeah. I mean, uh, how old's your son? My son is two and a half. Two okay. and a half. Yeah. He's at that age. So he's, he's can be hard to deal with. So, you know, this has definitely helped me as far as physically and even mentally. Yeah. So it's been it's been great. I feel like I joined at the perfect time. That's awesome. I have um I have a two and a half year old too. So yeah. um Terrible twos is real. And he's real also thing. my middle child. Oh wow. Which um he's like he's chaos embodied. So he's like <laughs> pure energy all the time. Right. And like, you know, of course, like as any toddlers that that can be pure en- energy and, and of happiness uh, or pure energy of, you know, right toddler sadness. Yeah. But um but he's super fun. But yeah, like I can imagine I got like having a lot of physical, mental capacity from like doing this stuff. It's right. just like I, I can see it carry over into like and how I can parent. Right. And, and it, it has, definitely. And I just think like um, sometimes I'm like, I don't know how any of y'all survive right. <laughs> kids when you are obese and don't have an out of shape. Yeah. It's hard. I was like, it's hard enough. Being pretty physical, yeah. Shit, like, <laughs> I, I feel you. I feel you because I think about like four months ago, like I used to get out of breath. Like he'd be just take me running, running around all day, yeah. and I like I can't keep up with yeah. him. I'll tell my sister like just, just take over. I'm gonna sit down. Like, but now I'm like, hey, let, I'm ready. Let's do it. You know, yeah. like, I don't get as fatigued as fast. I yeah. still get fatigued by the end of the day, but not yeah. as fast. Not not burnt out as quickly. Yeah. Well, and and, and yeah, I mean, I think it's a you could do life with your kids. Like, yeah. you know, um. I made a statement one time, I was like, it's like, I mean, I have a lot of memories of doing things at my grandparents' house, but not doing things, like, with my grandparents, mm. you know? Because yeah. uh, it's, like, the way they engaged with us was, like, what th- they sat down and, like, watched <laughs> us do things. Yeah. And, um, and I remember growing up, like, playing, like, my, both my parents were very physically active, and we did things, like, together as a family, like, I played uh, like a, my dad would go in the backyard and play basketball with me, or I played on his hockey team, right. or um, you know we would go camping and, and hiking, and, and we were just very active family. And just being like, you know, that's that's how I want to build memories and relationships with my kids by uh, doing life with them, right? Versus like, you're at just the playground, being a spectator, yeah, spectating. Yeah. But then also like creating a legacy that goes further than that. It's like I want that can continue. With their kids. And With their kids and my grandkids were right. like, we do life as a family together. Not That's just, priceless. You know, that uh, grandpa David with the bad back and the <laughs> bad knees who like is always 
sitting down in his rocking chair just uh, watching kids. Well, luckily you're doing the ice bats and stuff, so <laughs> right. you should be good. <laughs> um, yeah, I was I was going to uh, talk a little bit more about the the, the self talk because so I, I I'm started training when I was 14 and I'm uh, or 12. I started training when I was 12. I'm 30, 37 now, so 25, 25 years. And um, and uh, like what what I'll see people kind of go through is the maybe kind of this process of like a negative self talk. Yeah. You know, like <sighs> like you're gonna die. You need to quit. You need to yeah. you need to stop. It's uh, it's that exposure to the to that new discomfort. Yeah. Um. It's like because it's so new, you haven't experienced it before. It's right. it's shocking, <laughs> and I kind of think back. Like, um, did you ever watch like it was called MTV Made? Do you remember that TV show? Uh, no, nah, I never saw that one. Uh, anyways, what they would do is it was like they'd hire, like there there'd be a kid who wanted to be made into something he like he or she currently wasn't. So, if like a football player wanted to be made into um, like a concert pianist or like. Maybe a kind of a nerdy kid wanted to be made into uh, a um, the homecoming king or oh. something. But for whatever reason, like no matter what the thing was, <laughs> they'd always hire them a personal trainer. Oh, okay. Like, <laughs> like if someone <laughs> to be a pianist, they'd always they'd hire him a personal trainer. That's like part of this transformation. Yeah. But if the person had never exercised before, on day one, they were literally like, "I'm no, I'm dying. Yeah. I haven't experienced this like." I haven't experienced the effects of exercise right. in a long time. Like I haven't felt my heart rate this high. I've never been out of breath. I've never felt my muscles fatigue. Right. Surely this must be what death feels like. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it, you know, it, and, and you could hear them like they would say, "Like yeah. I can't do it. No, I can't." It was like a lot of that kind of negative self talk. Right. Yeah. And then slowly, like you kind of transition into like that positive self talk. Right. It's like you've been through it enough times where then exactly. you go like. Yeah. You can do it. Keep yeah. pushing. Right. Um, how long do you think it took you to kind of go from the neg- maybe the negative to the positive? I feel like this month has been like that transition where, like, you know, there's times with, with Coach Hoppy, I would be like, oh, this is hard. I, yeah. And I would just say it out loud, like, this is this is really hard. And he'd be like, it's hard, but sure, uh, sure is having heart disease. Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> okay. He got me right back into uh, back into my workout. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, yeah, you know, so there's, there's different types of hard, you know. Like, this, <laughs> it, it is hard to wake up this early and come here and work uh, out yeah. and give it your all. But, hey, you know, when you're having health problems, that's hard too, you know. A hundred percent. So, uh, I feel like definitely this past month, it's, it's transitioned because I've ha- I've done so many sessions now, yeah. and I've you know I completed them in a good way, and then I've seen the progress yeah. that I'm like you know I'm doing it. You know, I, it's not a matter of can I do it. I'm I am doing it. Yeah. So I have that confidence now. And that's like a lot of the power of the habits is like obviously now it's kind of like in the front end the first month is it's it's, it's really hard really because hard, you're yeah. kind of changing who you are and how <laughs> you live life. Like exactly, you're having to change a lot of stuff. And eventually it kind of becomes like, it's just kind of who I am and what I do. And it was like, it's more of a routine and a habit. How, how important do you think it was having um, a coach to guide you through that? Oh, that was critical. Like I said, I gave so much credit to Coach Hoppy. I mean, he really instilled that, that discipline in me. And just, you know, taking every day as a new day, like not getting too ahead of ourselves and, you know, just slowly chipping away. And I know I sound like a cliche athlete, but no, it's no. kind of like, you know, it's it's really true about what they say. Because I used to always hear interviews, and like, you know, it's it's just about getting better every day. 
Yep. And I'm definitely looking at my training, looking at my training like that. Like you know, it's every day is a new day, so just trying to get a little bit better than yesterday. Do you think you would have been able to wake up and do it on your own? Probably without, not. Without uh, having to meet somebody. I think it would have been super hard, just because I think I'm a type of person that I prefer to have like a tailored program like yeah, this, yeah. and just to have that person in the room that knows what they're talking about, that will, you know, have that program ready for me. And I don't have to really think about yeah. it on a daily basis, you know, because I feel like that would definitely get me, you know, in a situation where I might not have the motivation to do it by myself. So I think that the pro since the program is already kind of made for me for that particular day and what our goals are, yeah. I feel like that definitely helps. Do you, have you used like a coach or a mentor in any other area? Um, Unfortunately, no, but I probably should. Well, yeah, like, like I, I, I've had, I've had a lot of training coaches and and multiple mentors in, in yeah. different areas, business and whatnot. But like, I mean, I think that the the more I do, I'm just like, I just don't want to do anything without a coach. Right. It's just like so much. Like I think when, once you've experienced it, you're like, why would you not want a coach, right? Why am I like? You get me there a hundred times faster. Like I don't want to <laughs> wait true. for this crap. Like that's true. That's definitely true. <laughs> you know? Instead of trying to learn everything on your own and jumping into the ocean like that. You like, definitely get to your goal a lot quicker and without, you know, like I said, injuries and stuff like that, you yeah. know, like that's another thing. I felt like that was huge with Coach Hoppy. Like we we definitely do it in a safe way where I'm not being like exposed in a, in a bad way where I, I can hurt myself. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's a, it's someone um, that kind of puts up, I call it bowling with bumpers. It's right. like it's someone that like keeps you moving forward. Right. You're not going to stall and do nothing, but also keeps you from rolling off the, <laughs> the <laughs> edge and find yeah. yourself on the gutter. So true. Um, what, um, what, why did you decide you wanted a coach? Why didn't you just say, I'm going to go to the gym? I'm um, go. I feel like the education side of all this was super important to me. And I just naturally was interested from the beginning. Yeah. Um, cause I'm always asking a lot of questions like, Hey, am I doing it right? Is my yeah. posture good? Am I breathing like the way I'm supposed to? So I just, I sort of got obsessed, I think yeah. in a good way. So that was just me. I mean, I'm sure there's plenty of people that prefer the group classes and I, and I, I, well, I, not, I'm not, yeah. Let me say, like, why did you decide to seek any type of coaching oh. versus just joining the gym yeah. and going and doing your own thing at the gym? That's that's a good question. Um, I don't know. I think I needed that guidance, like what we're talking about. I needed that guidance. I needed that person to hold me accountable and that system in place. I, that was really what I was looking for. Yeah. Because I've done it my way in the past. You know, I've tried to go in the gym and lift weights by myself, and I quit after a couple of days. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So it's just the whole program was really working out for me. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I and mean, it's like good insight into yourself and like having some being able to look in the mirror, be real with yourself and kind right. of like, hey, like this is where my strengths are and, and this yeah. is where I need help. And so I'm gonna right. go. And it's okay to yeah. need help, you know? It's totally fine. Like I said, I like I don't I wanna be coaching everything. Right. <laughs> you know, like uh I feel you. I um I always operate better with a team and, and and some structure and yeah. like I said, like um, I'm very motivated to do work, but I get distracted easily and yeah, like I, me too. I just would rather someone who's got that experience tell me the actions I need to take to right. move forward down down this line. Um, I kind of have like a a run it, uh, or joke that I'll say sometimes where it's like like the person who's in charge of making your health and fitness decisions is a or uh, um has no history of success uh ha has never gotten themselves through it or anyone else through it and has only shown uh brief periods of you know 
being on and off and then quitting. Uh, so don't hire that person again. <laughs> you know, like don't hire yourself. Right. You're probably a bad. Uh, you're probably not a very good objective. You can't have a, a good objective point of of view for right. yourself in areas where you don't have a lot of experience. Exactly. I mean, sense. it's a humbling experience, but it, it's so necessary. Yeah. I mean, I, I think, and there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, I right. think that's like what you what you end up finding is like. Maybe you have some success in other areas, or, or or it's easy to look back with that. Um, it's easy to look back with that perspective and be like, "Oh yeah, like, yeah, this is why you have a coach." But sometimes when someone's like, "Yeah, I kind of want to do it myself," yeah. I'm like, "I'm telling you, right? Well, that's a bad strategy." <laughs> yeah, I I feel you. I have family members that are kind of like that. So yeah, yeah, yeah and like, um, look, I mean, some people can't do it. There's nothing right. to say that like no one can do it. Right. I would venture to say that, like, whatever progress you make on your own is always going to be slower yeah. than the progress you could have made working, working with the coach. But some people do have the self-discipline yeah. accountability to get it done on their own. Uh, but some people don't, and they just don't want – they just, for whatever reason, can't look themselves in the mirror <laughs> and, like, recognize that and be yeah. like, that's not a bad thing. Like, that's no, okay. It's okay. You just – now that you have that recognition, like put the thing in place. Because what's the, what's more important, getting there or getting there by yourself? Right. Like, uh, to me, I would think getting there yeah. is is the most important thing. I don't care if I get there with uh, 10, 10 people or 100 people. Right. However many people it takes me to get there, like I want to get there. I want I, the results. I guess for me, I had years of trying to do it my way. Yeah. <laughs> so eventually I was like, you know what? My way is not working. Yeah. I, I, I'm going to try something different. Yeah. So, so you had that yeah. little bit of perspective. Like yeah, that. I had that perspective. I mean, I, I tried in my 20s at certain times to try to get in better shape, but it just never, I was never able to follow through with it 100%. So I was like, I, I need something new. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Very cool. What, um, what do you think you'll you'll take away from this and like implement into you into like your maybe family values or or something like that? Like, how will you take this experience and like teach your your son? Right. Um, well, I feel like before I came to MBS, although I knew the benefits of physical health, um, I didn't. I wasn't really a living example of it. Mm-hmm. So I feel like the fact that you know I'm showing up every day and. And I'm seeing the health benefits, um, and I'm seeing the benefits in other things too. So just just being that example for him, you know, and, yeah. and, and just educating him on the importance of it, yeah. you know, because I feel like with the society we live in right now, it's just everything is fast, right? Fast food, you know, it's just um, a lot of stuff has just been thrown at us, which is not necessarily healthy for us. So yeah. we got to take care of our bodies, and, you know, it goes along with our mind and human spirit. So I think it's all connected. 100%. Right. And it's good for him to, like, you know, say, like, y- your kids listen to, like, some of what you say and all of what you do. Yeah. You know, <laughs> so if you're trying to get a lesson across, it's a heck of a lot better if you're, like, living, Actually it, doing it. Yeah, yeah. living it out, too. Their way it connects a little bit. Right. <laughs> yeah. And um, it's, it's interesting because along the way, a lot of the coaches were telling me, like, you know, this is a lifestyle change. Yeah. It's not just you're here on Tuesdays and Thursdays or whatever, but – just imagine long term, yeah. and I feel like along the way I've started to, you know, adopt that mindset, and you know, I see myself doing this, you know, forever if I can. So yeah, well, you know, yeah, I, it's like it's this is today until you die, right? That's, that's the way this works, right? You stop. I mean, I'll, you know, you always have goals along the way, yeah, but yeah. it's just, you know, just getting up the next day and it's you know staying at it. I feel like it's so important. Yeah, but it's like. It, 
Look, whatever progress you made, it goes away. Right. You stop. And you stop. Exactly. That's, I mean, it doesn't take long to go back to where, where you started it from. It goes huh? away. So, uh, like, we have to have a strategy. Like, um, it's not, I, I do think it's good to break those, it's good to break goals down into, like, yeah. tasks. And, like, one of, the, one of the best things I heard here recently was just halving it until it seems realistic. So, like, let's say, how much you weigh? Uh, I think I'm 195. Okay. 195. Yeah. So let's say like, it's like, oh, like what, what would be like a really good squat goal? And I said, well, double, bi- double your body weight, 400 pound right. squat. And you're like, crap, like <laughs> I'm not anywhere near there. Well, we can like slowly start breaking that down in half. Right. Uh, until we get to like a realistic goal. So like, let's say we have someone who's, never trained before and like comes in day one and like struggles with with squatting their body weight for 10 reps all right well let's break that from 400 to 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 body weight like well half of that would be 200 pounds that still seems like undoable 100 pounds that still seems like undoable 50 pounds it's a barbell on your back squatting that for 10 reps Ah, i still can't do that 25 pounds okay so ah, i think i can do that so now like we set this goal of working towards that 25 pound goblet squat for 10 reps or whatever it would right. be. Right. And like, that's a bite. And that's the beauty of the level method map is that's right. basically what it does. It takes it down to like a bite size chunk and says yeah. like, with that, that's the goal you have to kind of, to kind of shoot for. Right. And in doing so that allows you to get that momentum and, and build that progress. And, um, and, same thing can be said for bo- for body fat or muscle gain or whatever it be is like breaking it down to the smaller goals that that keeps you moving along moving. the way, right? Versus coming in and saying, you know, I want to squat four hundred pounds," and on day one you you get smashed by the ten <laughs> body weight squats, and then yeah. you're like, "I give up, give up," right? Uh, so yeah, having that long term perspective, like how do, how do I set myself up for like success over my life? I want to do this till the day I die. So right? How do I make decisions now that are going to carry me through to, through to that. Right. Don't sacrifice that long-term plan for like some type of short-term success. Exactly. And I, I guess another thing for me, I'm just kind of going back to what you're saying and having those small attainable goals and then also just, just enjoying the journey, you know, like sometimes we focus so much on the destination that we yeah. forget to enjoy the journey. Yeah. And I feel like, um, you know, that's, that's something that we take for granted. 100%. It's a journey and like small wins. Yeah. You know, just getting up and showing up is a win. Right. So. Well, and that's a, I think there's, there is something um, p- powerful behind like performance based goals yeah. because they are like, they're pretty objective. And a lot of times they are like somewhat linear, meaning like you can go from doing one push up to two push ups to three right. push ups to four push ups. Sometimes, you know, like trying to lose 20 pounds of body fat or get your body fat, fat, fat percentage to like, 15 percent you know that looks a little more jagged yeah. edge, you know at times so uh, it's nice to be able to have like and there's a lot of things in life that aren't objective like that they're very right. subjective right like happiness success whatever you know those are like uh, those are really kind of hard to define mm-hmm. so it's nice to like build momentum by having objective improvements right so you did two more push-ups that's awesome dude high five like celebrate yeah. that and that makes you more uh, engaged, engaged and motivated. Yeah, yeah. You're like I can do this. Like, what's the next goal? It's like right. putting the carrot in front of the in front of you. Know, like, just <laughs> keep grabbing that carrot, and you're like, all right, like this keeps me moving forward. Right. Um, awesome. What's like a, a fun memory 
that sticks out in your mind, like over the last, like maybe something funny that, that funny? happened. Yeah, I mean, I gotta go back to like almost passing out. Yeah. So like that first training session, I went to the bathroom. I was like, I need, I need five minutes. <laughs> I go to the bathroom. I literally just lay out in the bathroom. I'm like, I don't even have my phone. I'm like, ah, I'm gonna call Chris. Like, get me out of here, man. So I just remember coming out and grabbing me a Gatorade and. And I remember him saying, like, you're going to remember this day. You're going to laugh later. And yeah. you know, it, trust me, it gets easier. And I'm like, he, he's just saying that. Yeah. It's, it's going to be horrible for me. But I don't know. Somewhere along the line, I, I started to enjoy the pain. And I started to just really uh, get better, get better at it. And yeah. So I guess that's probably the most funny yet, like, meaningful moment in yeah. a sense. Because later on, I started to do really well. That's which awesome. I'm doing well now. So What's What's been your um, your biggest bright spot, like your biggest – goal that you knocked out uh i think um losing the body fat yeah so i think i lost like maybe five or six percent body nice. fat so i think that might equal to 12 13 pounds of fat yeah and um now i'm starting to see my actual weight go down yeah so i mean that's just it's been huge you that's know? awesome I, I i didn't foresee this happening this fast yeah so it's it's, it's been great have you been back to the doctor i did actually go back to the doctor i was gonna ha- talk about that so okay, yeah. like I'm no longer uh, pre-diabetic. Hey, that's awesome. Man. And uh, my lipid panel is like pretty much normal. Yeah. Um, and just across the board, like my 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 blood report is pretty good now. So I'm at a stable stable numbers. So. What did the doctor say? Well, um, this was the, the doctor I ended up going back to last time was a doctor that initially told me that you know I'm pre-diabetic or whatever, and he was just shocked when he saw yeah. me. I, I mean, I physically looked different to yeah. him, and he yeah. was just like, "Wow, okay." And because he had prescribed me um, some some medicines at that yeah. time, and I didn't take them because yeah, I was yeah. like, you know, I'm only 32. I can, yeah. I can get back in shape. It's, it's happened before. Um, so he was like, you know, at this point, you know, I don't really foresee you needing, needing any medication at this point. So That's just awesome. keep up the, the healthy diet and the whatever exercise r- routine you're doing. It's working. And I was like, yeah, I know it's working. So I just it was just it felt really good to go there. Yeah, I bet. And, that's, you know, that's really Because cool. I was really down on myself when, when I when I had that happen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's cool. That's awesome. Yeah. That's, I thought that, that felt good to kind of. Oh, yeah. yeah. It felt amazing. <laughs> Have you changed your diet up? Oh, definitely. I mean, uh, it wasn't just training hard. I feel like uh, that was probably harder than training. Yeah. You know, getting that's out of those bad more. habits yeah. of, you know, fast. Because I was a big fast food guy. I okay. love fast food. Um, where were so. you? Where was your go-to fast food? Um... Go to fast foods. I love like chicken wings. Okay, I'm a chicken wing guy. So any of the local chicken wing okay. places, you know, Memphis is the best. So, um, so yeah, yeah. I've said. I imagine you and Chris have have many a chicken wing conversation because he's also a chicken. Really, wing. I didn't know that. Oh yeah, ask him. We try not to talk about the type okay. of foods. <laughs> 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 yeah, you don't want to. Um, that's almost just torturous while you're sitting there. Doing right. He's like, hey, what's your favorite chicken? Right, wing? man. Don't think about that. Five thirty in the morning too. Yeah. So, no. Okay, so you were hitting up. So, like, how did you, you change? Um, I started preparing my meals. Okay. You know, I started eating more at home. And then when I did go out, I would try to find more healthier options. Um, so, yeah, I definitely, you know, I had to really cut out the fast food. I mean, I, I, I have it once in a while now, but it's not, like, an everyday thing. And the sodas. Oof, yeah. The sodas, uh, the Coke and Sprite, I, I got rid of all that. Nice. And, just, and then, you know, along the way, I found, like, alternatives, you know. So, I started... Um, Buying like those uh, amino acids, like BCAAs, and just mm-hmm. to flavor my water, yeah, so you know, small, small good. stuff yeah. like that, just to have that flavor. Because I, I really realized it's like the flavor is what I'm looking for. Yeah. Um. So once I did those type of things, I felt like that became a habit. Now I'm just, yeah, I'm pretty content where I am overall. 
How was cha- how was like changing and like prepping up your own food? Um, it was hard. I mean, my family thought I was crazy. Yeah. They, they still do. Yeah. They're like, he's like, he's so obsessed with this stuff. So, um, but they've also seen like the results, so yeah. they get it now. But um, Wait, are you working with Jesse? Or yeah, I'm working right, with Jesse. And she, yeah, yeah, she's also been okay, huge. Cool. She's been great. Uh, she's she's amazing. But uh, yeah, so definitely working with Jesse, and then obviously the training is is definitely helped a lot. What was like the big? What do you guys feel like the big key takeaways were you, were um, for you f- from a nutritional standpoint? Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like quantity control. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like that's something I never really understood. Like, you know, because um, I told you, you know, I'm from. My parents are from Pakistan, so like we eat a lot of rice, mm-hmm. um, and we eat large quantities of it. Yeah. So it's just like my mom just throw the big old plate in front of me, like, hey, "There's dinner." Eat it. And that's like three meals in one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so just you know, getting that under control, and just you know, just re-educating myself in a sense, like yeah. you know, I, this is all new for me. You know. Like okay, now okay, culturally, right? What is like the typical like meal style? them is it is it big dinner have you ever had like indian food mm-hmm. it's similar to indian food well i mean like more like the rhythm of like oh okay throughout the day um, is, it, is it breakfast lunch dinner or like uh it's we're not super into breakfast i noticed okay. it's more like lunch heavy yeah. lunch and heavy dinner yeah yeah okay yeah. so you're 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 pretty full yeah gotcha so you kind of like like either maybe a drink or something light in the morning yeah, and big lunch, big dinner. Big lunch, big dinner. Carb heavy. Carb super carb heavy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. Um, which yeah, is you always kind of like look at that and you're like, like are yeah. these cultures that just eat absurd amounts of <laughs> carbs? And yeah. Like how are you not? How are all of y'all not obese? Right. That's that's amazing because yeah. I mean the couple of times I did visit, like most people are in shape. Um, so I think uh, they're just so much more physically active. Physically active. Life. Life just requires more physical activity. That's you're true. Walking to the market, they need that energy. Yeah, right. Yeah, you're yeah. You're, you're 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 using that energy up all day because you're not sitting in front of a, you know computer like this. Right. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> yeah, um, that's amazing. Yeah, very cool, man. Well, well, Zinni, man, I appreciate you coming on the podcast, sharing your story, brother. I appreciate you inviting me. Very cool. It's been oh, fun. Absolutely, man. Keep up the good work. We're we're all super proud of you. Thank you. Thank you so much. All right, y'all. MBS Fitness Radio out.